Force the Max is on the air. News Talk A3OWCCO, Brian Cosgriff joining us. The GOAT, the girls basketball coach in the state of Minnesota. Now coached again, some at uh, Providence, but obviously at Hopkins, winning the state championship after state championship after state championship, and Paige Beckers, and it just went on and on. And it was a, a treat to watch, and he joins us now. Cos, thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having me on, Mike. I appreciate it. I, this is just like being at the health club with you, and just you know, we could converse about sixteen different sports topics in in a half hour and cover it all because you were a great athlete yourself, a great sports fan. So I'll, I'll just kind of pick. We'll pick and choose some of them uh, that I think the people would find entertaining. Something people did not know about Brian Cosgriff, maybe on the chain gang for the Gophers and at the prep bowl. I just got a text. Uh, from one of the referees that worked with you at the uh, at the prep bowl that said, say hi to Kaz, he does a great job on the chain gang. What, you know, I, I, it's kind of one of those forgotten things because we just see it and we try to figure out, you know, is it third down and how far is it to go, all those things. What goes into being a great chain gang? Hustle. You got to hustle and you got to pay attention. And, um, you know, I, I do it with my high school football coach, uh, Mark Lundgren. And um, it's such a great time to be hanging out with your old, football coach and then my 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 old former assistant coach at Hopkins Chuck Burmeister we go back to high school and Kenny Bauman who uh, won six state championships up at Minoman but let me high interrupt school. you there he did not win the 1979 state championship game now did he because <laughs> Gaylord beat him that night but that's another story well, go ahead know. well anyways I mean there's a lot it's a great group of guys and uh you know, you're on the sidelines, you want to hustle, you want to stay safe, and, you know, you meet with the officials before the game, and uh, it's really fun being a part of it, and it's something that I hope to do until well into my 80s. Is it a rush? I mean, what I sense from you guys when I see you together is you really do feel that bond and that, hey, we got to get this right, and, 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 and you know, there, there's a game day experience for different people, whether you're a fan, a player, or whatever, but for you guys, it's kind of similar. You get there early. You, you feel the vibe, you feel that there's you're doing something important that matters, and you want to get it right. Does it feel very satisfying to do that? It's amazing. I feel like it's a brotherhood. Um, you know, if you have it is it's truly an all-day experience because if there's an 11 o'clock game, we get there at 9 o'clock, and we meet with the officials. We talk about, you know, who's going to do what today. Um, we go out there. We, we measure the chains. We make sure everything's in working condition. We watch them warm up. We come back in and uh, use the bathroom because you, once you're out there, you can't go back in and uh, meet with the officials. And um, you get a pregame meal and a postgame meal, and then we tailgate afterwards and talk about the game. And You know, it, it's just a great experience. It's, it's something I, I really look forward to. Is the prep bowl just as fun? Prep bowl for me is it's really fun because I like being part of the high high school environment. The other thing is, is I don't ever get down to Viking games, um, yep. so being down on that field, it's just a, it's an amazing complex, and yeah. uh, you know I get to see some of my old officials because a lot of those football officials they'll do basketball as well, and so you get those kind of relationships, and you'll see a lot of athletic directors that uh, you work with or against, and they're doing stuff for their teams and. I love watching how coaches interact with their players. You know, we did the St. Michael and uh, Lakeville South game. Yeah. And St. Michael, they must have had four or 5,000 people there. They were really well yep. represented and they were really well coached. 
they just ran into a juggernaut in the in Lakeville South. Boy, did they! So did everybody. And, and Maple Grove made life difficult on them. But at the end of the day, um, Lakeville South was the best team in the state, and Lakeville South won it. Uh, uh, won the state championship, the 6A state championship. Now, Paige Beckers got hurt, um, obviously, a couple of weeks ago. As her former coach, what goes through your mind when you see that? Well, I was bummed out because she's such a good kid. She works so hard. And Coach Gino's a great coach. I just was, you know, I worried about her last year as a freshman because she'd be out there in a 30-point victory or something like that, and she'd log 40 minutes. And when I coached her, I was always so concerned with her, uh, with her, you know, getting hurt and those kinds of things. And and so uh, when it happened, I was a little bit bummed out. But you know what? She's at the next level. She's playing for the best coach in college. And uh, unfortunately, that sort of thing happens in athletics. Now, and, now the uh, good news for her is, much like a professional now, she, she got the Gatorade contract before this. And the NIL money that she's making, uh, which is obviously – excuse me, new to college sports, but she's one of the few that's really cashing in on it. She really is, but you could see that coming. You know, she's that kind of personality. I'll never forget, I was down in Florida last year for spring break, and I had on my Hopkins basketball shirt, and I walk into the Nike store, and the guy looks at me and he says, you know, Hopkins basketball, well, that's where Paige Buckets plays. (laughs) Yeah, I I was her coach. (laughs) He said, no, you weren't. You're lying to me. (laughs) Exactly. So it was kind of fun because he's got over 850,000 followers on Instagram and all that sort of thing. I mean, she's a she's a very, very popular player. And that's what they're looking for is influencers, right? Exactly. And she's that kind of kid. I mean, if you saw her on the ESPYs, that speech, I mean, she lives that. That's for sure. Now, the the next great class, they say, um, is, is the senior class right now. And, and the University of Minnesota has done pretty well recruiting this class, including Maya Battle, who used to coach. Uh, tell me about this class that they've got coming in, Lindsey Whalen, next year. Well, I'll tell you what. They've got a, a wonderful player in Maya Battle who's just uh, as, as great a player as she is. She's even a better person. And her brother, Jameson, is at the U. And he's yeah, he's not doing too bad, is he? No, exactly. I mean, that had a great victory. You know, Mara Braun from Wyzetta. And, you know, I'll tell you what. Unfortunately, she hasn't been to the state tournament because she had to go through us. But yep. you know what? That kid can play. She went nose to nose with Paige, uh, you know, two or three years in a row. Um, you know, the kid from Eden Prairie. Near Hollywood. Way, yeah, I had a nice yeah. visit with her mom the other day. Yep. She's an amazing athlete. Oh, is she an no athlete? Doubt. She is an athlete. Yes. Yes. And then, you know, you got Hire from Chaska, who won a state championship last year. I mean, they've got four really good players coming in which is going to help them and i think the future is is you know real bright for uh, minnesota basketball because there's some really good players that they're going after and, and i think they have a legitimate shot at okay so but i want to ask you this week can you stay with us for a quick break of course because uh, i want to ask you does it matter what your freshman class looks like anymore or is it all about who, who who can navigate the transfer portal at a higher level. That's what I'll ask the cause and much more. Stay with us on Sports to the Max. The goat of girls basketball coaching in the state of Minnesota, the history of it. Cause <clears throat> if you were, and you study this closer than I, but uh, uh, certainly you, and you know who's out there right now that plays on other rosters from Minnesota because you maybe coached them or coached against them. 
Mm-hmm. Would you, especially, this is what's, I know we're all going through this in real time, but it's starting to dawn on me that really, if you're the Big Ten or a Power Five conference, just about every other conference is now nothing more than a junior college to you. Because you can grab, you can wait and see and grab whoever pans out after two years that maybe you missed on them, whatever, or they just need to develop more, which happens as well. I mean, you talk about Jamison Battle. He probably wouldn't have developed like that if he'd have been at Minnesota all, you know, from from the beginning. But he, he could at George Washington, and now he's a very confident, you know, very good Big Ten player. W- would you, knowing what you know about the game and how it works, would you be all in on the transfer portal more so than the high school kid? Well, I'll tell you what, I heard you talking about this yesterday with Pete, and I don't think there's an exact science or anything, but I'm telling you, you have to do your due diligence when you recruit players. And you have to look at the, you know, the intrinsic things in terms of what makes a kid good, what, how, where it came from, you know, his work ethic, how he handles, you know, adversity, those kinds of things. Uh, to me, if you're a player, it doesn't matter what age level you're at or where you're at, you're a player. I mean, Paige, for us, for example, I mean, she was an eighth grader, and she was really good as an eighth grader. It didn't matter that she was an eighth grader. Madden Greenway, who plays at Providence for us, she's an eighth grader. She's very young, but she's also a tough kid. She's very skilled. You know, when you talk about the the transfer portal, that's a whole other thing. And there's no exact science to this, but I would think, you know, for me as as a high school coach and talking to college coaches, I want to do my due diligence with them because I want to make sure that one, they're going to be there hopefully long-term and two, where do they see me fitting in long-term, long-term plan? Where's their long-term plans? I mean, at this point in time, it's, it's a crapshoot. You don't really know you're taking your chances, but you know, it's, it's a tough deal. It's a whole different ball game nowadays. And, and that's, I guess what I'm saying to an extent is you're going to invest in the next, you know, we just mentioned the class that they've got coming at the university of Minnesota and it looks pretty good on paper. However, what if somebody that's played in the A-10 uh, is now averaging 13 points a game, and they go, I want to play at Minnesota? Uh, you got to take a pretty strong look at that, right? Oh, no question. I mean, look at where they came from, and maybe they were deep at one position, so this kid didn't get a chance, but yet she's still a player, but because they had three point guards at whatever – she didn't get a chance, so I mean, it's it. You got to do your due diligence in terms of recruiting and and research everything. Um, it's 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 really a unique situation. When you do research on a kid, and you've had a lot of kids come through your programs, boy, and a lot of scholarship kids, knowing what you know about the fabric of those kids, what questions would you be asking as a college coach if you wanted to get to the crux of? their personality and trying to figure out whether or not they had the character that you wanted for your program? Well, you know, the, the thing that I would ask is, where do you see this kid fitting in your program? How many other players are you recruiting at the same spot? Um, you know, how do you, hand, how do you handle adversity when things come? Um, you know, uh, does what, what, what influence, what style of play do you play? Um, there's some kids that are, are very highly, highly skilled, but yet, you know, they, they might play a slowdown passing game, that sort of thing. You really got to see what they want. And, and especially on the girls' side, you got to see what they have academically at that school because you, you're looking at life after basketball. And so, I mean, you really, you, you got to research it, no question about it. Okay, but if you're a coach and you want to know if this kid has the right makeup, knowing what you know, 
What what questions would you ask as a college coach to try to figure out uh, what makes this, this young lady tick? Does this kid have a work ethic? Is is this person tough? Is she willing to do the extra little things? Um, I would look at how she handles when a, a coach pulls her out of a game, how she handles like when a, a referee might make a bad call, how does she handle the adversity in, in that type of situation? Um, when she's out of the game, is she invested in her teammates? Those those types of you know external things that a lot of people don't even notice, but you know, like for example, I use Paige again. When Paige was on the bench, she was waving the towel. She was coaching everybody up, and that's it. That's something you, you you really can't teach. You just want it in a leader. When 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 somebody walks off the court in the locker room and and they've just experienced a tough loss and and they pick up a, a water bottle or something else and they rifle it against the wall because they're so upset that they didn't win. Uh, not, they're not mad at any person on their team. They're just so competitive and so mad that they didn't win. Do you look at that as a positive or a negative? You know what? It depends on the situation. You know, there's a, there was a time about three, four years ago, we lost to, uh, we lost to Elk River. We were 31 and one and we lost to Elk River in the state championship. And our kids were receiving the, uh, the red medals and they more or less took those things off and they didn't really care to wear them. And, and you, you could kind of understand, you know, you just lost in the state championship. It's, it's hard. No, no question about it. So I guess you have to evaluate the situation. If you're losing in the state championship, no one's really going to be happy about that. And, and, but by the same token, you want to be classy enough to make sure you're not chucking the, chucking a medal or throwing water bottles or anything. I mean, you want to be mature enough that, you know, you handle things appropriately. Yeah, we've seen all of the above at different award ceremonies. Brian Cosgriff is our guest. You were at the breakdown this weekend, which featured some of the top high school boys basketball teams in the state. What did you see? What were your impressions? Well, it was fun to go into an event like that. You know, I, I watched uh, Coach Larry McKenzie and North. and They had a big winning as many. Huh? Yeah, it was huge. And um, Coach Lance over many a good friend of mine. And we had a number of conversations last year because the pressure was on him last year from the standpoint, you know, when you have a player like Chet Holmgren, you know, yeah. you, there's some trials and tribulations that go with, you know, coaching someone of that stature. And, I mean, and, the and he had, on, you know, Masterpiece well. kids there too. And Prince of Leg Bay. I mean, <laughs> he had a lot of guys. Exactly. And so, you know, it was fun to talk with him, but I, in terms of watching that event this weekend, it, it was great game. And then I watched, uh, you know, number one Park Center versus number two Wyzetta. And, and what'd you think? Jimmy Ware's, I thought it was great because uh, James Ware is, is a former player of Kenny Novak yep. and myself. Yep, one of your old colleagues I too, co- right? Yes, I coached uh, I coached James when he was in eighth grade football. Just mm-hmm. a great kid, tremendous role model, wonderful coach. It's so cool to see him, you know, going to the to the next level in terms of coaching really elite talent. And then he works for... Uh, Park Center and John Hedstrom, yeah. who's the athletic director over there, who's another Novak disciple. Yeah, former Minnetonka coach, so, yep. Yep, former Minnetonka. We won two state championships over there. and So it's just fun being in that environment. And then I got to sit next to uh, Kenny Novak and Kerry Sutherland, and Terrell <laughs> Battle was up there. And it was just, you know, when you're sitting around that and you're just shooting the bull about hoops, it was just really fun to be up there. Was there any one player that really impressed you? You know, that that kid, I don't know his name from uh, Park Center who's going to you next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrington, yeah. 
yeah, that kid shoots a heck out of the ball, and you know they are very, very athletic. And it was fun watching Coach McKenzie coach because you know he's a he's a he's a master technician, and uh, the way he handles his kids, it's so much fun. And so yeah, he had Willie Wilson against uh, Mercy, I believe it was the the next one up, and, and that was a pretty good point guard battle, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know some nice nice backdoor plays and some dunks and. You know, a lot of people up there. and just, Good crowd, uh, huh? Yeah, Justin Hagner does a great job running yeah. that thing. It's just so much fun to watch. Yeah, and it's good to see that it's back. Now, you're doing some coaching at Providence again. Uh, how, what is your role, and, 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 and how is it different, you know, being out of the pressure cooker situation with the head coach? Well, you know, it's my role is just kind of, I, I feel like I'm coaching a little bit of defense and, you know, just kind of, Add my two cents when they when they need it. Um, coach Connor Getz is our head coach, and he's a great young coach, and and he's very um, very motivated. He's really good with the kids, and uh, it's just fun to be part of a program like that. Um, you know, it, it, I got pretty used to going home at four o'clock there for about two years. So now there's that change for me. Yeah, right we don't need you going home at 4 o'clock, Cos. We need you coaching and teaching kids. That's where you need to be. Well, it's fun being there, and I appreciate you saying that. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it's 2A is a little different than 4A, and Connor just, he's got 2A basketball down, man. He's hes on top of it, that's for sure. And you got Mel Count's da- granddaughters, right? Oh, all three of them. They're amazing. And actually, Mel Counts was at our last game. Really? He's a big guy. He's tall. Yeah, he's seven-footer. Uh, he's played for the Lakers, for people not that familiar, right? Exactly. And uh, his his daughters are all three really good players. Boy, I guess. So you got a nice team there. Well, hey, Cos, we got to go. You and I got to catch up over a lunch here soon. Uh, but I appreciate it very much, and it's always good to visit with you. Thanks so much, Mike, for having me on. I really appreciate it. You guys are the best. And I'm so glad your show's back on on Sundays. Oh, gosh, it's fun with uh, Pete and I. Yeah, that's the, he, he's, uh, he's a lot of fun to work with, as you can imagine. Take care, buddy. Thanks you, for having me on. You bet. The Cos, Brian Cosgrove, nice to join us. When we come back, boxing's back at the armory. What does that mean, and in what form does it come? We'll find out when we put the gloves on with Rob Lear next.